NHL fantasy. Tom Penny. It's mock draft season, baby. You know what? People make mistakes and they take two quarterbacks in the second round. Scott Mill. Another panic mode from our buddy here. Um, Mahomes went, and right after that, our buddy with the guy in his head picks Lamar Jackson. He got scared. These quarterbacks go quick. Corey Dows. Sometimes you got to do things that you don't like in fantasy football, and you got to take Aaron Jones. Nah, I, Aaron, Aaron Jones is going to be my pick here. Yeah, that's a good pick. I was wondering what you're dancing around. <laughs> I was hoping you got to me, but... Craig Penny. I, 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 I hate on Gurley because of what he did last year. We all hated Gurley. And Dows has a complex with Aaron Jones, I learned. (laughs) He's one of those guys that you bounce back and forth on, or at least I do, left and right. I'm like, I love him, I hate him. I love him, I hate him. (laughs) Um, All right, Top Shell Fantasy Podcast 78. Somebody hold me true to that. You got it. Um, August 13th. Uh, Check out, follow us on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Top Shelf FNTSY. We actually just had a little internal TSF chicken wing eating contest with uh some uh, uh hot sauce that we got sent from sticker mule mule sauce uh mule, yeah it was, mule, mule sauce. It, it was actually really good and like my mouth isn't on fire but it, like it, it was enough that it, it gave you that kick that you're looking for with a with a uh with a hot sauce oh my god <laughs> um yeah as a guy who doesn't do spicy it, it was a nice medium you know it, it gave you what you you knew you're eating a hot wing but you weren't dying from it which is pretty much what you're looking for Right. Oh, yeah. Sc- Scotty brought a change of clothes just in case. Yeah. And I, sure. I was safe for yeah, now. You're entirely clean <laughs> for now. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So we're kicking off our third mock draft of the season. I know uh, Dows, Craig, and myself, we have a draft coming up tomorrow. Scotty, you and I have one next weekend. And whatever ever leagues you guys are in. Yep, I go uh, next weekend too. Happen, so. Pretty much every weekend from here till like <laughs> the start of the season. So. Sorry, family. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, all right, so who? So Craig, whenever you're ready, we'll we'll kick it off. And we have kicked it off. Um, so Scotty, you have picked two. Craig, you have picked seven. I have picked nine, and Dows, you have picked twelve. Correcto. Um, right. And Christian McCaffrey goes first overall. No brainer. Um, Obviously, I'm the number gonna... one running back in fantasy this year. One, one number one fantasy player. You know, number one in your hearts. Yep, I think we said it before. If you don't pick CMC, you're doing it wrong. Um, so number two, I'm going to pick Saquon Barkley. Yep. I mean, these are pretty much locked in. If you stray from that, I guess the only one at two would be Ezekiel Elliott, who goes three every time. Which is what you just saw. Just, yeah, just happened. So, Oh, and then we got Chibs coming in with Michael Thomas at four. I shouldn't act so surprised. I mean, that's a pretty pretty <laughs> typical. But, like, <laughs> it, it is always interesting when the first wide receiver comes off the board. All right, now it's up. And uh, right after Michael Thomas went to Alvin Cook and Alvin Kamara, those are, I feel, uh, top-tier running backs. And I think just just right behind him is Derrick Henry, and that's who I took at seven. Um, he's going to be consistent. You know, got paid. Uh, the team loves to run with him, so I have no problem continuing to believe in that. And at seven, I feel like it's a pretty good value for him. All right, and then after that goes Josh Jacobs, and uh, I know who's Tom's taking. Yeah, my updated rankings have Miles Sanders as five, and I think he's an absolute steal at nine. Yeah, um, so eight running backs in the first nine picks. Yep, makes a lot of sense. This Which year, I think you're going to see, you're see it a lot, and then Nick Chubb goes. Yeah, yep. this this year is That's very <laughs> uh, top heavy for running back. You're you're looking very scarce after the second round, so a lot of people are going to be trying to go and get their running backs. Right away, and after Nick Chubb went Devontae Adams, and then another running back, Joe Mixon. 
So only two wide receivers went in the first round. Back off the turn. Oh, Corey, you're up. You want to explain it? Yeah, I took Joe Mixon because so many other running backs already went, and I'm probably going to go ahead and take another running back here because I am not going to have another pick for quite some time. You're going to take Aaron Jones? I honestly am looking at it. Uh, <laughs> the complex. So I know Drake is ranked higher than Aaron Jones, and Drake's a solid pick, but I personally think Aaron Jones is better, but I'm comparing Jones and Eckler. Um, those are my two guys, and I really think Eckler is going to have a great year, but I just can't do it. I'm going to take Aaron Jones again. <laughs> stay, stay steady. Just no matter where I draft, apparently Aaron Jones is going to fall to me. It's a sign. <laughs> so three overall tomorrow. Oh yeah, Aaron Jones. <laughs> They're Aaron taking Jones. Aaron Jones. Imagine. Three. Well, with the amount of running backs that are being kept in that league, it might be possible. <laughs> it, yeah, it could. All right. So Ch comes off the board at two at at two two. Um, I think that's going to be a typical trend. I think that's where where Ch is going to be drafted. Really you'll probably see in, that in, in your draft, draft tomorrow. Yeah, RB twelve yeah. is. Yep. That's it. I mean, that, that's a that's a perfect range for him. I mean, he's still uh, an, almost in every down back in a team that doesn't have a lot of other options at running back. I mean, they've got options, but nobody that's really all that good. So, um, I think on fit alone, it's a good pick. Um, Kenyon Drake went, who uh, was somebody I was going to look here. I'm not in love with the uh, running backs, and Julio Jones cracked. Uh, my second wide receiver, so I'm starting Miles Sanders, Julio Jones. Yeah, uh, not bad. Yeah, we talked about Julio yesterday in the <laughs> NFC South um, review or preview, and you can't go wrong with Julio in the second round. I, Fantastic. He's I, a, he used to be a first round lock, and he still really well, should mean, be. He hasn't fallen off. He's like a lock for 1,500 yards every year. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> and they have so many vacated targets. When we looked at it, like, I I, I think Julio is going to be a steal if you can get him there. Um, and then after Julio went Austin Eckler, and then Craig, you were up. Yeah, all the running backs that I really wanted that were going to fall didn't. Um, you know, Ken Drake was one. Austin Eckler was another one. Uh, so I went with Tyree Kill. Um, he's my third best wide receiver. I was between him and Julio Jones as my number two. So I'm really okay with that middle of the second round. Uh, I'm literally right in the middle of this draft. And, and now we're going to see a run on wide receivers because after that it went DeAndre Hopkins and then Chris Godwin. Yeah, and this I, I feel like that's the tear break at the running backs, and that's when everybody just starts picking off the wide receivers, right? Oh, oh. Chibs. Chibs takes a tight end. <laughs> I mean, that's where Kelsey is going to go. It, it's going to happen. A lot of leagues. We don't. We may not necessarily agree with it, but somebody's <laughs> going to make that yeah, decision it, to take Travis. It Kelsey. always happens. Right. But you look at his roster now. He's got Michael Thomas and Travis Kelsey. All right, cool. You're running back tier when he comes back to him and on the turn is, is questionable, especially if a couple more go right here. Well, right. you, you got those David Johnsons, the Love Bells, yeah, Gurleys, who absolutely can put up numbers, but right. will they? I don't know. We so in this is just as we kind of progress through here. Oh, Scotty, you're on the clock, so you, you keep. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Um, Ken Galladay went right before me. Um, a guy that you know we have like a signed jersey of him, a giveaway lister league kind of thing, but that, that's a different podcast. Um, I'm up next, and I wanted to go running back here as well, but again, there's a lot of people out there that the tier broke um so i'm going to go with a guy i'm still really high on in mike evans right here um definitely not the receiver i, I wanted the run just went too fast which is i kind of want like a mi middle pick now in all my drafts because i can get a good miles sanders and then i can get a julio which i'd rather start with that <laughs> right oh and kittle goes yeah so here comes the Two big tight ends. I think you'll see Andrews and Ertz maybe in round four and five. Yep. But after Kelsey and Kittle, it's going to be really quiet until very late. 
Yeah, and one of these quarterbacks are going to go very, very soon, I would feel like. A lot of the times. I was just going to say, Burke's probably (laughs) Right there, right there. So he starts off with, this is is a tough way to start your draft, although you do have Christian McCaffrey on your team. He goes Kittle and then Patrick Mahomes. So we'll see what he's actually going to put together for a wide receiver core. Um, can't hate on McCaffrey, but you do have to play two running backs in fantasy football at least. Yeah, and wide receivers are deep, so he'll probably be able to fill it out. But like you said, you got to play two running backs, and he's now uh, 20 picks away from a, from a running back selection. So good luck to you, Berkey. All right, I'm taking the shot, I think. Um, I don't have him ranked as high as these other guys, but definitely might change that. It is between Fournette or Lev Bell. But with Tom kind of talking about Love Bell, he wasn't making it back to you. I was hoping he was going to get a prayer. I was hoping he was going to get to me at seven. So you're yeah, definitely I mean, not. It was him or Fournette, but I don't think I've taken Bell in any mock draft um, in the last like two to three years. And just what he can do is, I think, worth the the spot I, I just have, took him in. Mm-hmm. And Chris Carson goes next. Yep. And Chibs on the clock, who's got Michael Thomas and Travis Kelsey. So I think he's probably going to take a, a running back here. But real quick, as we just kind of talk about this, I feel like we initially going into the season said, take the risk on Todd Gurley over David Johnson. I think in my mind, that may have flipped. I think I'm willing to to take David Johnson before I take Todd Gurley. I don't know how you guys feel no, about that. that I mean, j- just the vacated rushing attempts there and the vacated t- Targets there. If he stays healthy, I think he's completely an easy RB2, high RB2, possibly back RB1, but that's if he stays healthy. Right. But again, at, at around this time, it's, it's a great spot to uh, take those kind of guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, I'm still taking the chance on Curly, um, but I think that's because I see Duke Johnson pressing David Johnson more than I see anybody on the Falcons roster pre- pressing Todd Gurley. And I'm not predicting yeah, injuries, fair. I'm just trying to predict um, threats. If you if you did have to predict an injury, who would you say is most likely to get injured? Gurley with his arthritis or David Johnson? Just I'd say being twenty six. I'd say <laughs> I would say Gurley is more likely to like miss a game and then come back and play. You know more like more like a load management thing. David Johnson's way more likely to end his season in like week two and just be done. Entirely possible, and he went right before me. <laughs> so after we talked to Chris Carson, it went Adam Thielen. Uh, that was the pick that we were waiting on. And then Lamar Jackson went uh, middle of the third round. Targerly went right before me. And then as far as running backs go, there's some risky players on here. There's some players that, you know, we were just talking David Johnson, uh, James Conner. Uh, I'm going to be hitting on in the next podcast. And uh, Melvin Gordon is someone who has Philip Lindsay right behind him. Leonard Fournette is someone uh, we're not really sure uh, if he really is going to finish the season as well, but not because of injuries. So, I went with Mark Ingram. I felt, you know, regardless of the fact that J.K. Dobbins is there and uh, Gus Edwards is there, I think that he's just in a perfect scheme uh, for me to go after another running back as my RB2. Chip, chip. Cooper Cup went right after that. And Tom, what's your thought process? Because you are on the clock. I, I want Love Bell. <laughs> trying to trade up in the mock draft. Well, you're just but... talking David Johnson, so why don't yeah, you go well, there? I'm, I'm going to take David Johnson here. Really? I mean, really? I don't like James Conner. I don't think the the Broncos' offense is going to look good. I hate Fournette. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's true. That's the that's that's where I sit there. And I mean, honestly, David Johnson's ranked higher than all three of those guys in my RB ranking. So, all right. Well, I'm going to take a guy that we talked about yesterday. Actually, I might take two guys we talked about yesterday. 
in first off Calvin Ridley. Julio Jones is no longer on the board, but like we talked about vacated targets with 258 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's I want a share of that. Um, then it gets a little tricky. Uh, probably if I'm going to play this smart, I should go with another wide receiver and I want to take DK Metcalf, but I think AJ Brown's like the sexier pick. I think he has a higher upside. Did they play together in college too? They're both old Miss. Oh yeah. Ooh, tricky. I'm just going to take DK. I like DK better. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's where you get, that's where you'll get hung up though. AJ Brown, you're like, all right, he had a few big games last year for sure. Can he do it again? Probably. But DK, I think, is going to be a little bit more consistent. He's got Russell Wilson throwing to him, who you can't even argue Russell Wilson versus Ryan Tannehill. You take the guy that's attached to Russell Wilson. Right. All right, David Montgomery goes off the board. Juju goes off the board. Juju's a good pick at 4-3 if Big Ben can play uh, can stay healthy. But Big Ben staying healthy is a big question. He already came out and said he was like seriously injured to the point where he might have never played again last year. So. If he takes one bad hit, he's in he's in some rough shape. I don't know what I want to do. <laughs> oh yeah, it's your turn. Yeah. Um. Well, think Taylor, and we'll get into this one. JT. Yep. I think fourth round is likely about where he's he's gonna go, uh, and you you have to bet on JT or Marlon Mack. And is, the Colts, the Colts aren't betting on Marlon Mack because they drafted JT. So, and your league's a keeper league, so kind of based off of your drafting tomorrow night. If I'm drafting tomorrow night, I'm probably taking Jonathan Taylor a little bit earlier, just because two we round have penalty. keepers. We have well, we have keepers, so I mean, there's already six or right. seven yep. running backs okay. off the board. Um, so I'll likely be taking him earlier. I, there's, there's, not that I want to say no doubt in my mind, but the the opportunity that's in front of Jonathan Taylor is is huge and I think that there just isn't a running back on the board that I'd rather take the gamble with like I don't want the oft injured James Conner the Melvin Gordon going into an offense I don't know anything about um yeah so that's actually something you bring up right there was a guy I was actually thinking of um I was thinking in the middle of the third round when I actually took Mark Ingram maybe I'll go Melvin Gordon because I am high on him um, specifically for the offensive coordinator and things like that. However, you know, fourth round was, I felt more comfortable drafting him. Um, ultimately I didn't because AJ Brown slipped and fell and he's, um, he's my nine, my rank nine wide receiver on the season. I think he's in for a huge one. So there's really no reason for me to not pick him, uh, right there. Uh, Allen Robinson went right before me, AJ Brown there, uh, where I picked and Mark Andrews went right after. And then we saw Robert Woods. Um, so, you know, there's actually a pretty good area right here for wide receivers. Oh, DJ Moore's went. Yeah. Yeah. And, Scott, and DJ Moore. You need a wide receiver. There's a handful. Uh, for the record, DJ Brown went at 16, wide receiver 16, and you had him at nine. I have him at nine. Yeah. Yep. Solid yep. value. Exactly. He's, he fell in this draft. So there was no reason, again, for me not to take him. Scott had him at exactly 16 and pegged him. He knows, knows our friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, let's go, Telly. All right, uh, and just like I said, you'll see in the fourth round, Andrews and Ertz will go. So Ertz just went. Um, my turn. Of course, I like run backs a lot more, and I can still get a good one even next round, but um, I think I'm the only one that's high in this guy in top shelf, and I'm going to take Odell Beckham Jr. in the late fourth round, which I think is a fine. If you're taking Juju in the fourth, I think we can take Odell. 
yeah, Odell I don't, fourth. I don't, I don't want you to get too uh, too deep into Odell because that'll be on the next podcast. <laughs> yeah, so our next podcast Wait, is is going to be us calling each other out. On, yep. Explain uh, yourself. Rankings that that we don't all necessarily agree with. Yeah, and then after you take Odell, it goes Melvin Gordon and Tyler Lockett. Yeah, my turn again. Those running backs get thin quick. Real quick. Oh yeah. yeah. Just because they're getting really thin, I just want that safer guy um, on my flex. I, I, I James Conner ranked over this guy, but at a flex spot, I know what I'm going to get from this guy each week, and he doesn't really get hurt a lot, so I'm taking Mostert. And that's the thing about rankings, too. He's below Conner in my rankings, but as a flex play, I'd rather that 10 to 12, 10 to 14 points a week than Conner's 24 and then zero because he's, he gets hurt. Right, and it's understanding your roster and what your players can do, right? Like, don't lie to yourself and be like, I have a world-beating team. Like, identify, like, okay, this player has high volatility, right? Like, Mike Evans, he's he's a high-volatile guy. Stephon Diggs, high-volatile guy. You may not want to put it all Another of these one. guys <laughs> together on one team. You may want to have to start weighing some of those oh, yeah. those uh, options. Um, yeah, and then after Raheem Mostert, James Conner, DJ Shark... Mac, Singletary, and Craig. So I am up, but before I get there, I got to point out that Chibs does not have a running back on his team, and it is round five. He he elected to go with Travis Kelsey and four wide receivers. <laughs> so he's doing the whole zero RB, zero I mean, RB strategy. It's a mock draft. See if it, if it works out, but... That's why we do these, right? I mean, he's probably not... He's probably hoping cream hunt but i don't think cream hunt's gonna follow up to be honest and see this is a time where i i'll make mistakes in my draft because i'll see that and i'll i'll take a running back when i don't need one just so i can punish him so it's like okay cool Corey. i killed one team in the league but then i also killed myself so don't do that i would i would recommend unless you see there's three or four other teams out there that don't have running back then you can kind of sway some uh i don't know sway some i don't know what i'm trying to say swag Sway some swag. Sway some <laughs> right. swag. Man. So I was really debating Three, this two, one. one. I'm not really sure exactly what I wanted to go with because I was I'm looking at running back and there's a huge drop off coming, and we're really talking about like the the last of uh, fantasy relevant running backs around round five and six. Um, yeah, you can get some shot in the darks later, but I I, I I wanted to take one, but I already have Mark Ingram who you know could be in a timeshare, so I I didn't really want to get into another risky running back. Um, with DeAndre Swift with someone or Cam Akers with someone. Uh, but I went with Stephon Diggs. I think that he fell as well uh, in this draft. You know, I rounded out my wide receiver court, and I have, you know, the number one wide receiver in Buffalo where Josh Allen was, you know, really hot last year with John Brown. So I think that they're going to have a good connection. Round five, I'm totally safe with that. Right. And then T.Y. goes. I'm and... taking Brita. <clears throat> it might be a little early, but I'm not willing to start diving into those. Well, Other so as soon as you took Brita, I was looking at Jordan Howard. I mean, yeah. and I you're going to see it happen fast. I think everyone's going to say, ooh, the, you know, the Hunts, the, the Howards, even the Ronald Jones, those are the last true guys that you can toss in a exactly. Right. Court and Sutton just went great spot. Uh, yeah. kind of forgot. The, that's the thing about the, the sleeper app. He's so far down in the wide receiver ADPs that I kind of just pass him because I don't see him in the list. Right. So that's a, I mean, I'd probably take him over. I took OBJ, to be honest. 
Uh, I mean, and this is why, like, when we go into our dress, we actually have, like... We have our sheets or cheat sheets and everything. You have sheets oh, or yeah. you have them on the computer, but it's your own sheet that you've put together so you're not relying off of somebody else. Um, oh, and you go Jordan Howard here, too. Like, so, I, that yeah. backfield, I think, is going to produce I mean, twos. both. So yeah. they, they said off the bat that Jordan Howard is going to be the starter, but I think Matt Breida is going to get almost all the passing work. But that, and, it's 51%. And exactly. <laughs> it's, it's a 1A, 1B classic situation. And then we talked about kind of drafting like we would for our draft tomorrow, which is a two-round you know keeper penalty. So I take Edelman right before Howard. And if Howard ends up popping off, great. I got Howard as a fourth-round keeper the next year. Would mm-hmm. I keep him there? Who knows? But if he really has a great year, why, why not? Edelman... You know, I'm not trying to necessarily keep him. Right. And now we're starting to see the second right. round of quarterbacks coming off the board, too. I think this is a... Oh, boy. Yeah, so Dak and Ke- Kyler Allen, is gone. Keenan Allen or A.J. Green? I'm going with, a- I'm going with Keenan Allen. Oh, I was going to say A.J. Green. I'm going oh, with I'm, Keenan Allen. I think I have Keenan Allen ranked a little higher. They're both Actually, around that same All you guys have them ranked... Yeah, I got way that. over AJ Green in the rankings. You could you could double my rank on Keenan Allen, and it still would be higher than AJ. Yeah, Green. so you guys can't see. <laughs> Maybe you guys should look at your receivers before we post them. In. <laughs> yeah, I do. I have Keenan Allen at fifteen, and uh, AJ Green at twenty nine. Yeah, yeah. But AJ Green has Joe Burrow, and I like. There's something. There's something to be said there. There, there is some upside there, but like, there's also that argument. I mean, Tyler Boyd is likely to be the best fantasy option from a wide receiver probably should it's, be it's right. po- it's absolutely possible and i have, I have them all of... ranked really close together yeah and, and it'll be tough too with you know new new quarterback you know obviously but um all right so i was up uh we, we talked to that after keenan allen cream hunt went so i was up i had mentioned it uh right after i had picked last round and i feel more comfortable now taking one of these rookie running backs um, now that I've had more solid players on the team. So it was really between DeAndre Swift, who I have been growing on, and then Cam Akers. Um, I just see right away Cam Akers getting more work, and DeAndre Swift you know, w- will have, I think, at the end of the year, a better season. Um, however, in the beginning part of the year, I want those guys that are going to pop off a little bit sooner um, You know, if they are a rookie because it does add value to their trade bait, anything like that. You want to have as much value on your team at any given moment. Um, so that's why I went with Acres over Swift, and I felt comfortable doing it. And uh, you know, right after that, saw Terry McLaurin, and then AJ Green went that we were just yeah. discussing. I was, I was hoping Green would follow me, but I knew it was uh, too good to be true. I get two more turns to my pick, and the, and the team that's on the clock now is the team that has no running back, and he yeah. takes DeAndre Swift. Yeah. For your first running back, it's risky as hell. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, with but, the other guys on the but board, he, he, he kind of had no no. Option. I mean, maybe Tevin Coleman because he's a, I think, hands down at least a flex play. I might take Rojo. I mean, knowing that he's at least supposed at least, to be on the field, the starter. Yeah, but, right. Um, and 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 we talked about yesterday if they are going to go with a style of of you know running at points where they are up a lot because as we talked, this is going to be something different for Tampa. If they're up, they're going to be running, and Ronald Jones is going to be the guy in between the tackles this year. Yeah, I don't know if I take the risk on Swift there with him still chasing down carry on johnson you know he's he's not the starter yet i think he will be i think that he should be but right now it's not his backfield so i don't know that chips has an interesting team he should live lucky it's a mock draft well i mean that's the thing is in the mock drafts you run the zero rb strategy and see you know where it plays out and that's what you're looking at i mean zero rb means that you should have four wide receivers and four stud like, receivers right and honestly, like looking at his roster, I mean, I don't know that he effectively uh, did it. 
I think he just went into the draft with an idea like this is what I'm going to do and I'm just going to take best available, which you should never do. Like stay stay fluid in your in your drafts. Stay loose. Um, because you pass on some guys. Yeah. So um, after Soto went Russell Wilson, and then I took Marquise Brown pretty high in him this year as a sophomore. Um, after that was Jarvis Landry to to end the sixth round. The first pick of the seventh round was J.K. Dobbins, and now it's my pick. I'm not, I'm kind of already set with running backs, but of course I can add a bench guy to you know kind of save me. But right now I think we talked with this guy before, and I'm going with Tyler Boyd. Um, yeah, it's all big because like what Tom said, he he could e- easily be the one there over AJ Green. He's being just completely shunned from the the rankings. Like he's finished top twenty the last two years. And his targets are insane, and now he has an actual good quarterback. Right, I was going to say, he's catching from Andy Dalton and Ryan Finley. I'll take Joe Burrow for a big stat bump every day for the kid. Right. Yeah, I have him right above A.J. Green in my rankings, actually, 31 and 32. And then Brandon Cooks went right after that, and he's he's one of those risky-type players, especially on a risky offense. Everything's new. They're trying so many things where Cooks has also gotten hurt a lot. Um, but he's he's in the seventh round, so you're you're really looking for value is, is where you can find it. That team didn't have another wide receiver other than Kenny Galladay on their team. They've kind of rounded out everything else, so they had to go wide receiver. Um, I mean, it makes sense. After that was uh, James White, the same team that has the only Swift as a running back. Now he's Swift and White. James White's a fine pick there. Yeah, I mean he's he's a he's a flex play though. That that's your starting that's your RB too. Yeah, and well, I mean, all your RB starting will... RBs are going to be flex plays to yeah. at least start the season. Yeah. All right, and so and so here here we go where we were just talking about it. I, I'd have no reason not to pick the player at this point because he is realistically the only starter left that is healthy, and that is Ronald Jones. But head. Why you wanted him? Yeah, I was hoping he fell. <laughs> it's just, it's well, just he's more consistent. There's still Sony Michelle though, so there is Sony Michelle, but he is hurt because the Patriots just signed Lamar Miller. <laughs> we'll talk about the next podcast. Well, that, that, that's true. a big thing. It's, it is yeah. still true. Where, so where James think. White is is easily the safest pick in that backfield. Yeah, and I, Craig, I think it was a great pick too, especially like considering your team composition because it's like there, there's really no other starting running. I mean, there's Tevin Coleman there. Um, we all pretty much know Carryon Johnson is going to lose his job at some oh point. And he's there, and then uh, <laughs> then you're looking at Philip right. Lindsay Latmurray. <laughs> Where at that point you're just wanting to hammer down the wide receivers, maybe sneaking in Darren Waller if you want, but right. Gronk rising up the draft boards now. He's right behind Waller. All right, take my boy CD. It's seven nine. He's my wide receiver three. It's the first rookie wide receiver off the board. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Did it make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have, I, I still have CD also ranked. Over Rager? Um, I know we current, talked about the, current, the, currently. the other day how we thought it was really close. Right. Right. Because Rager can, can get pushed in that situation where he's the one to start. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this, this is happening the way I, I envisioned it. But, Daz, I'll let you walk through that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, you took CD, then Carryon Johnson comes off the board. I mean, starting running back in Detroit, fine pick by Carves. Um, then we see 
beef go with Darren Waller tight end, and then I took a quarterback. I need a quarterback. Sean Watson's on the board. He's kind of the last of the that tier of quarterback, at least in my mind, who's going to run the ball effectively, probably score some touchdowns with his feet. Then I grabbed a tight end because I also need to fill that out, and Evan Ingram is is my guy. I mean, I think he's ridiculously talented. And uh, I know Jeff just called me out for it in our, in our chat. But <laughs> See, that, first quarterback that's and tight end. <laughs> if, if Ingram can stay healthy, you look, look at what he did last year. He's a, he's a wide receiver. He's barely a tight end. He's a fantastic 10-plus point a game guy. I mean, again, if he stays healthy, it's a big if, but I want him on my team. Yeah. And I've got every other position. i got my starting wide receivers. i got my flex play with Jordan Howard. Like I'm, I'm good to go. I'll grab another flex later. You might as well draft a kicker. Yeah, kicker and defense. <laughs> All right, Tom, you can go. Um, so I was looking at Tevin Coleman at 7-9, and I was sitting there, and I go, do I just take the fifth running back now in the seventh round And like before I even have – but I'm kind of sitting there and going, all right, let me take the wide receiver, and if he falls, he falls. I just got Tevin Coleman in, it, in the eighth round. Like, if he's going to be written off like this in drafts, like Raheem Mostert isn't a shoe-in to get 300 carries. No. I mean, this is a team who ran the ball like 600 times last year. And looking where I got Mostert, I think based off of their ADPs, I would take Coleman all day over him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when did you? I mean, you he's took going after Madison. Five. Madison's going because you know he's the top handcuff. And then there's a the guy, Tevin Coleman, who's on the field forty five percent of the time at least. Right. I mean, and he was their passing down back. He was the he was the goal line back. It, to say that is all just going to be absolved of Tevin Coleman and everything goes to Raheem Mostert. Is tough. I mean, do I think Raheem Mostert is going to be the better fantasy running back? Sure, but in the eighth round, you can get a guy like Tevin Coleman. Yeah, it's a I don't trick. think he should even be viewed as a as a handcuff. I mean, he's a one B. You know, yeah, I, I agree with you one hundred percent. Absolutely, can happen. And after that, Christian Kirk went, and then I was up, and I was looking at wide receivers that I feel are in that flex category, running backs that are far below that, quarterbacks that. Um, I felt would still be too early. So I went the last tight end that I felt comfortable with, which was Hunter Henry. Um, obviously, you know, he's playing on the franchise tag, so they, they value the, t- the player. Um, you know, whether it's Tyrod Taylor or um, Justin Herbert, you know, they're going to be using Hunter Henry. And I, and I feel very comfortable with that in the eighth round. After that, then went Drew Brees, Rob Gronkowski, Antonio Gibson. Um, Antonio Gibson's really rising up. Uh, a lot of people think that he's going to be the guy that's going to take over the backfield for whatever reason. Even though there's uh, he the, really rose up, Jesus Christ, Hall of Fame running back. <laughs> like, that's I'd still be take a shot on probably Sony Michelle over him now. Yeah, but oh, wouldn't, at wouldn't, this point, wouldn't you even if you were looking for a running back? And yeah. you said, oh, I'm going to look at Washington's running back. How do you go Antonio Gibson over AP? I don't know. It's because he's the new hot name. New He's so hot right now. New hotness. <laughs> I mean, there's there's talks that Peyton Barber's even ahead of him on the depth chart. So let's not get <laughs> well, ahead of ourselves. That's right, JD's, JD's, JD's. <laughs> yeah. Well, I. I, I Whoa. Next audio. All right. Next intro clip. It's my um. It's my turn. Jeff just drafted two Houston wide receivers, Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller. I'm going to take Deontay Johnson right here. Okay. He's not going to talk too much about him. I think he's going to be one of my sleepers this season. But um, a lot of those receivers there right now, you get into the rookies, and I think they're all kind of similar in a way. You kind of take a shot on them to see if they hit. After that, Emmanuel Sanders um, to finish the eighth round. 
and then Philip Lindsay. Still need a tight end, still need a quarterback, but I think me, me and Tom are playing a game of chicken right now to see <laughs> who's the last person to take those and. I mean, how long you want to go? I'm gonna win. I'm the last, the last <laughs> no, two rounds, probably. <laughs> do, do we have to draft a quarterback though? <laughs> no. All right. Sleeper will not make you. Cool. Um, next pick, I am going. I can't find this guy. There he is. Golden Tate. Nice. Pick. He, he's another guy buried. He's pretty far he's buried. Oh, I, I saw Shepard and Slayton. I'm like, did Tate go? No. <laughs> um, yeah. So. What are you doing online? All right. And then Tony Pollard just went after Golden Tate. He's his handcuff. He is. And seat. Zach Moss goes to the the guy that has now drafted four RBs in a row. Zach Moss is a fine play at that spot if he eats in a Singletary. But he could have had a guy like... I'd rather Tevin Coleman than... than I don't know. I mean, Adrian Peterson's still hanging out there. JC Jackson's still out there. And you've seen the Chargers always do two running backs. I just... I, I don't know. I think Zach Moss is going to be fantastic, so I don't want to say anything too negative about him. I think he's a great running back, but I'm, I, we need Chibs in the room with us. <laughs> I need him to be on Explain Yourself with us. Adrian Peterson goes next. And we might have Chibs. If we bring a few mics in this to the camping trip, I don't know if that's probably a pain in the ass, but we might have Chibs on because he won our league last right. year. So yep, he, and then, he's a guru. And then the um, second... Rookie wide receiver Jerry Judy went after that, and then I was on the clock. I felt comfortable in the ninth round going with Josh Allen. I didn't really want to wait much longer on it because there are two teams behind me with, you know, the you know total of four picks where they could be taking a quarterback, and I kind of wanted my guy. Um, after you know, I, I would be able to play another quarterback. Don't worry, you can find one. But I, I do feel comfortable with Josh Allen this year. Yeah, and then after Josh Allen, it's uh, Jameson Crowder, and then I take Jalen Rager. Uh, we've talked about this before. Like he easily has the best shot to be the best fantasy rookie wide receiver uh, it, this year, uh, and he has to be a number one. He he has to be a number one wide receiver for this team with Alshon Jeffrey hurt with Alice Frank. Uh, Deshaun Jackson's going to be hurt all the time. Uh, so I I I think ninth round Jalen Rager. He's a nice little he's he's a nice little steal, and then Darius Slayton goes. Mikael Hardman, who I like late as well, because he's just a guy who can bust you know any play, um, and then Dowser on the clock, and he takes another rookie wide receiver. Yeah, I took Rugs because he has to be big run on wide receiver. Like, and that's yeah. that's the thing. Like at some point, you just go, these guys have to be the guy. He's gonna be on the field. I don't know if he's gonna be good or if he's gonna stink, but he's gonna be out there unless he's hurt. But and they're gonna try to throw it. To you him. know, I mean, they they picked him high. They. Las Vegas. I almost said Oakland again. Las Vegas believes in him. The Raiders. They love these Raiders. the speed guys. Raiders. And hopefully Derek Carr can sync up with them and you know figure it out. Um, after that, it's it's real questionable, right? So I, I'm I'm looking at my team. And I'm like, should I just grab some more wide receivers? I got some questionable guys in here, but I like I can't in good conscience if he comes back and he plays and actually doesn't miss much time. I want Sony Michelle, and in the tenth round, that's a fantastic. I'm, I'm happy to hold on to him, even if he doesn't play. And this year, I will not be stupid, and I will cut him, unlike AJ Green last year. <laughs> and if you're in a league that has an IR spot, oh yeah, this year alone is probably going to be a lot of leagues. Toss him in there, pick up exactly Lamar Miller to see what happens or something like that. That was my next pick, Scott. Come on, you gave it away, dude. You son of oh. a bitch. <laughs> After that, when John Brown, Justin Jefferson, I was just going to say, Je- Jefferson's got to go soon. Yeah. And All John those- Brown was another guy I was looking at. Like, 
he's a solid pick. I mean, yeah, he's still still gonna get the yeah targets there behind Diggs, but I just want to keep drafting rookie wide receivers. <laughs> yeah, well, I bet you won Jefferson. Four of them, <laughs> four of them just went in the last like 10, 12 picks. I mean, I had so like right now the way my team's made up, I have Miles Sanders, David Johnson, Jonathan Taylor, Matt Breida, and Tevin Coleman at running back. Like I think I'm set. Oh boy, my clock's sticking down. All right, fine, I'm taking Duke Johnson. <laughs> upset with running oh, backs. No. Oh no! I have plenty of running backs. Let go. me go another one. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can never have uh, too, too many right. running backs. I was looking at Brandon Ayuk, and I was trying to have that conversation about: Do you want to have the depth at running back, or do you want to have the shot? You know, I'd had three rookie wide receivers on the team. You also now have your RB 2s handcuff, an injury prone running back. Oh yeah, exactly. That's why I picked him. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you didn't pick him because of that? No, I mean there was there was, but the upside of Ayuk I think is legit, especially if Debo ends up missing time this year. That was kind of the conversation, and then I clicked the wrong button. I thought I was going to run out of time, but I got I got Duke just in time. So, and Tariq Cohen went right after that, and I am lacking at wide receiver. I'm up, and I went with Preston Williams, uh, the second wide receiver in Miami. Uh, we, you know, going through our division preview, you can go ahead and listen to that AFC East one where we talk that Preston Williams is really going to be in for a pretty good bounce back here. He is the number two target on this team. Uh, he did fairly well when he was playing, when he was on the field, he was really good wide receiver. So, you know, getting him in the 10th round, I feel like is pretty good. You know, that is going to be a flex play of mine. He, well, sorry, but he was the number one wide receiver on the team until he got hurt. So just, just remember that. He was trying that way. Yeah. Right. No, it's, yeah, it's a great pick. And then Sammy Watkins goes, and Sterling Shepherds goes, and Anthony Miller goes. Scrambled eggs. Scrambled My turn. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. I love these wide receivers still, but I should probably take a running back. So yeah, I, just, I only have three. I see, I see you have four running, uh, four wide receivers in the last uh, four picks. Yep, I do. Um, Justin Jackson, I, I think here is a good spot. Again, I think that was kind of. Did I call him J.C. Jackson earlier? Yeah. Oops. Uh, his middle name is probably Chris. Yeah. And he's, that's probably, it's just like, like yeah. I know him pretty well, so like that's what I call him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're on that first name. Again, <laughs> yeah. it, if they use him even half the way they use Melvin Gordon, he's still a pretty decent bi-week guy. Yay. Yay. Latavius Murray goes next. That's to end the 10th round. Who is, he's probably, you know, a top handcuff this season all right let's go burke and then he takes oh. Nikhil harry that's, I, what, that's what i wanted big time yeah but. from the look of it it looks like Dows really wanted him mm. big time so this is where about wide receiver 53 or 54 at this point i have him ranked at wide receiver 31 and we'll get into this on the explain yourself podcast but i think his i think he's violently undervalued I like how you like to remind us of every player that you're going to be defending on the Explain Yourself. Yeah, well, you should all tune in. <laughs> so oh, I'm going to be screaming. It. Are you kidding me? After I do my... Alexander uh, Madison in the eighth round? What are you doing? After I do my shotgun for the uh, the loss in the chicken wing eating contest, I'm going to be fired up, ready to talk about my, my opinions. Yeah. Well, I also have to put together an intro, too, so we got like 15, 20 minutes oh, of perfect. stall time between podcasts. <laughs> two two tree shotguns? <laughs> a couple two, two tree shotguns. Scotty, that's a good pick. I was waiting for him to go, too. Yeah, it was between him or Keyshawn Vaughn. Um, but I had I him in my queue. 
Did you? You know, yeah. just stop well, looking at my cue, dude. I, I'm cheater. Higher on Keisha Vaughn than you guys, but I think Chase is a safer pick. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, Kenyon Drake twists his ankle. Chase Evans is the guy. Right, and and he showed last year he can do the job if he wants to. As long as those hamstrings stay healthy, but I mean, I said yeah, it, it was, I, th- I said it yeah I said it last night like they did what you're supposed to do with a hamstring injury they didn't rush him back they let him heal he should be fine they they yeah. did it with Odell in his rookie year and I mean, he went also, out and was a monster they also had a running a competent running back that could fill in and we'd be like ah oh, yeah Chase no why don't you sit on the bench a little bit longer we got this guy <laughs> Kenyon Drake he's doing just fine yeah and then Brandon Ayuk went which we talked about a little bit he solid pick at this at this point yeah. eleven point three. Yeah, and Chips took Keyshawn Vaughn, who I'm I'm honestly kind of surprised he didn't take Keyshawn Vaughn over Sterling Shepard. Like, <laughs> scr- scrambled egg Shepard over there is just... Yeah, Sterling Shepard's a guy I want no shares of in any league. I mean, he's just... He's a fine player when he's on the field and he's healthy, and I know that I always say don't predict injuries, but he's like one gentle tackle away from just leaking brain matter out of his ears. Well, I mean, he's also, you know, the fifth option. <laughs> he, I mean, he's the, he's the same exact conversation that I have about Jordan Reed. I mean, Jordan Reed went to the Niners. He'll probably be on the field for one week. I'm so sorry. He's a fantastic player. Cannot stay healthy. I mean, his brain is scrambled eggs. I have no idea what I want to do here. You want me to so keep I'm talking, up. Phil? No, 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 no. Like, <laughs> this is – let me let me, let me, me tell you what I'm thinking. So, after Keyshawn Vaughn, it went LaShawn McCoy, who's, you know, going to get some value in Boston Scott, also the backup in Philadelphia, will get some value. So, now I'm up. I I've, I went running back early, so I've, I've been kind of looking around that wide receiver area, and here I am. We can go with front of the program, Alan Lazard, or the guy right ahead of him, which I have no idea how he's available in the 11th round, except for the fact that he's starting the season on Pup, losing his job to a rookie – and it's starting to trend really downwards, but I don't know if I can pass him in the 11th round as, what, my fifth wide receiver on my team. You know, Alshon Jeffrey is is someone that <laughs> you never know. The, he may, you know, only get 500 receiving yards, which is not fantasy relevant, or he could get 800, which is a flex play. And if I'm getting that in the 11th round, then, you know, that's where I want to be. Um in looking at comparatively to Alan Lazard, the guy I was also looking at, he's in a very similar situation where, you know, he could be a flex play right in that 500, 800 yard range. Um, so I'd rather go with a guy that has done it before than one that hasn't. Um, yeah. And then after Al Shaw goes Mike Williams, and then I seed the chicken game to Scotty and I take Jared Cook. Who <laughs> was my guy next round, but I knew he, he was not going to fall there. I mean, just at this point, like I was sitting there and I was like, the value at wide receiver running backs dropped off. I was like, if oh, I if time. I pass on Jerry Cook now, I mean, I'm I'm at pick nine, so I can get him back in the twelfth likely. Um, though Carves just took a second tight end, Noah Fant, which he loves. Noah yeah, it's Fant. like, why would you take a second well, tight end at that that's point? That's like, the other you thing, you took Hayden Hurst who in was the eighth re- round, right? Who was still a question mark. You don't know what it's going to do there. No, Noah Fant showed that he could do something good in denver why not wait right dows you're up yeah so after no fan aj Dillon went to to beef he's backup running back so irrelevant to me and i went two wide receivers i went curtis samuel who we talked about yesterday would i take curtis samuel or robbie anderson i went curtis samuel it was it, it's a close pick and this, these are guys that if you take either one at that 11 uh 11th round 12th pick slot Nobody's going to judge you either way for one guy over the other. It's a, it's a perfect spot for either one of them. And then I actually thought I was taking them both back-to-back, but I went Russell Gage because I took Calvin Ridley earlier, and he's had some 
injury dings in the past. And if I have Russell Gage sitting there, it's almost like a handcuff at wide receiver. But also, Russell Gage should be on the field in three uh, three wide receiver formations. So I'm not too worried about having two Falcon wide receivers, even though I uh, typically wouldn't do that. I took Tom Brady. <laughs> I did it. I did it, guys. I took Tom. I mean... This is why you wait in quarterbacks. Right. <laughs> this is exactly why you wait in quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers went before him, and then Damian well, Harris, and I mean, then Tom Brady. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a bum, but Tom Brady's great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is still a quarterback one yes. in fantasy, and you can wait till the second or last round to get him. I, and then Austin Hooper went, Craig's up. Yeah. I still don't have a quarterback yet. I have Aaron Rodgers ranked as uh, quarterback 15. <laughs> All right, yeah, so it was back to the wide receiver I talked about before, which was Alan Lazard, or I looked over at the running back sheet and saw the number two running back in Seattle still sitting there, and that's Carlos Hyde. We just touched on it yesterday uh, that, you know, there's a world where Carlos Hyde's getting around 150 rushing attempts, and I will absolutely take that in the 12th round. I was close to taking him, him or Edmonds at that point around before that, and I think that's a fantastic um, pick there. Especially if Carson's somehow is not ready for week one, two, boom, bang, bongo. You know? Bing, bang, bongo. That's saying. You know? Bingo, bango, bongo. And then Robbie Anderson goes. AC Ducey? We get corn. I don't know. Just say. Top shelf. All right. Uh, after that, Lamar Miller goes. All yeah, right. Whole... You know, the newly signed New England Patriot. I would not touch this guy in any <laughs> league, but uh, cute, cute. That was cute. We just we just had our uh, intro ready for the next podcast just in the last minute. <laughs> Bingo bongo. I'm looking at I'm looking at Strakers running backs right now. I mean, I like AP as a sleeper pick, but AP, LeSean McCoy, and Lamar Miller. That's yeah, that's like that, that's like some old wasted. risky picks right there. Yeah, and then good. Cam Newton just goes because he's you know he's oh, he's the fun name. But would you pick him over Tom Brady? No. No, yeah, no, I wouldn't. Have t- no, yeah. I'm I'm scrolling up and I'm looking at how everybody's teams look so far. Strickers got Dalvin Cook, Marlon Mack, AP, LaShawn McCoy, and Lamar Miller as his running back. That is like he messed up somewhere. <laughs> yeah, the second yeah taking RP. Lamar Jackson in the third yeah. round when he passed up on Gurley, Ingram, DJ Fournette. I mean, and this is the thing when you take the quarterback in the third round. You lose on those running backs, and that's what those they end up looking. Like. And and again, like so, he's got Dalvin Cook injury risk. He's got Marlon Mack injury risk. So you look at these picks, and you're like, oh well, they're just filler guys, or they're like they're bench guys. They're maybe flex guys. No, these could be your starters. But Lamar Miller is also an injury risk, and Lashawn McCoy is like 85 years old. Oh, and Adrian Peterson, he's 85 years old. 86. These guys could miss time with arthritis pain. You know, I wanted the take... talk early. <laughs> I wanted to take Higby where I took Cook. Because I'm starting to heat up on Higby a little bit, and I just wanted to piss you off, just just a hair. But I knew you <laughs> were like, I would, I would have been happy no, because with like, Jared Cook. I look Cook, I'm like, yeah, I want him, but then I see oh. there's Higby, there's even Gusecki, TJ Hawkinson, Jack Doyle, in a way I'd be fine with. Right. So if you're not getting the top four tight ends, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think this, I think these are good tight ends that are being showcased in the. Well, that, that's part of my thing. Yeah, you say top four tight end. I think Cooper, Finn, Evan Ingram Cook. can be a top four tight end. Right, if he's I mean, healthy. Right, I mean, but you also, right. yeah, okay. you also so, got him in the eighth round, right? Uh, great question. Yeah. So I mean, that you Hayden, still like got value the, the Hayden Hurst in the eighth and the Gronk yeah. in the eighth, I, I would think not, are, are yeah. just wasted picks there when you can reach get yeah. a guy like Christian Kirk or Will Fuller or yeah. someone of that nature. My turn. Um, I need to pick a quarterback. 
I love the quarterbacks now. I have Matt Ryan, Wentz, or Stafford. I, I can get. Um, you could go even further. Round thirteen, everyone. You could go Those even are your further options. and be fine. Like Tannehill, so Burrow. This is the last round. This is the last yeah. round in ours. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I, no, no, I'm, I'm just saying, like even further down the list of quarterbacks. I'm going and Carson guys. Wentz. I, I love Stafford, but I'm pretty sure I have Wentz ranked one spot before him. So they're going to finish a, around the same. I think that's a fantastic spot to have once. So if if no. if Stafford paces at the same pace that he had at the beginning of the season next year, they're going to end up having like a, a, over a thousand plays, and it's six hundred of them are going to be Stafford's. Yeah, you have no idea what I just said. I know exactly. Said there's six hundred are going to be Stafford's. Six hundred what? Six hundred Stafford's. Yeah. Okay. Probably rush attempts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, bones after, broken after, in his back. After Carson goes, Naheem Hines, to, uh, yeah, Tyrell, Tyrell Williams, Tyrell Williams D.D. Westbrook, Tyrell Lannister. Mango's on the clock. Um, if you guys look back at the mock draft, is there anything that you specifically wouldn't have done? Like, given like where we are right now, is there something that you would have? Uh, I wouldn't have taken a tight end in the second like round. on your oh, own on my team. Own. So. On, yeah, on your own team, like something that you did. Like I'm looking at mine, I had a string knowing, of three running backs. Knowing how late some of these wider uh, quarterbacks went, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady in the twelfth, and then Carson Wentz in the thirteenth, I would not have taken Josh Allen in the ninth. Um, I feel like that's still a fair spot. I just you know could have waited and got something just of equal value, um, and I don't typically do that, but I didn't think it was going to be that way with mono quarterbacks that were going in this draft. Um, so I'm up in my last pick in this draft, and I went with my favorite rookie going into the season. You know. As far as you know, more later round rookie. Obviously, I'm not going to say he's better than Judy and CD. So don't don't hate on me <laughs> on that. But Denzel Mims is going to be the wide receiver one um, on the Jets. Um, not that he's going to be a wide receiver one in fantasy, but he will be for the Jets unless Adam Gase ruins him. So I have <laughs> my fingers run. and my fingers, arms, legs all crossed. Carbs was upset about that pick. He just texted the texted you. Oh man, I can't. So Scotty, you just put his player profile up today. I can't find him. The house cat? Yeah, where is he? No, he's not on sleeper yet. He's only on top shelf. All right, well, crap. I got to I don't know. I'm going to take DeAndre Washington. Screw it. I mean, shit. With no Damian Williams, if if CEH ends up being a bust, somebody's got to run the football. It might be him. Yeah. I don't know. 14th, 13th <laughs> round, likely I cut this guy. Yeah, and that, one. I have so. a guy that, like, if I didn't have to take a tight end quarterback the last two rounds, I'll say a guy when he when he's done. All right, you took Goddard. I would I, I was I would have taken a um a Deshaun Jackson the last round because the very least he's your last round wide receiver that you're probably going to start week one. You'll at least get a huge game out of this guy week one and then drop him. Right, or trade him to somebody on your exactly. team. Exactly. Right. Um, so he should be drafted as a complete Darthur, but yeah, Dallas Goddard is the last pick. I was thinking about drafting Dallas Goddard. Yeah, so um, I already had a tight end, but we've talked about this in the past. Like, if you're gonna take a flyer on somebody, a, a guy who finished as a tight end one last year yeah, is not a nine bad nine or ten. I think. Yeah, I think he's right. ten. Yeah, so startable. If you, I mean, honestly, I could start him as a backup Ingram. on a team. Yeah, as, yeah, <laughs> literally as a backup. And if God forbid, Ertz goes down. There well, we go. That's that's um, money. And they already got injuries, right? And we've talked about. Or I mean, Sean might blow up and go out yeah. and get hurt, and then they and, need Goddard. And in know? this year, bigger Goddard than any be, other year, it's a COVID. What year. is for two? Like <laughs> right, exactly. But exactly. but Ertz could be near somebody with COVID and then miss two weeks. Yeah. Slot in the new tight end. 
Yeah, backup tight ends might be so even more annoying. Did this you year. did you see before we end this? Did you see Seattle cut a rookie because he snuck a girl into the hotel? Speaking of getting COVID from something dirty, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that he dressed her up in Seahawks gear to make her try to look like a player? Really? Yeah. Wild. It was like the way he did it, like made him get caught. Yeah, <laughs> he like didn't try. Uh, terrible moron dude but you know like you get drafted in the nfl and it's like you gotta just get yourself a nice little sweet pie and it's like dude <laughs> that's, that's sweet pie. sweet pie huh? i mean i respect the hustle i can't say i'd be doing anything differently but you know dude like I'm sure the kitchen can make him a pie it's not like that <laughs> craig. yeah no yeah no you're, yeah, you're right like you're that, right craig. you're completely right craig craig's thinking like legit for all the kids out there yeah <laughs> apple pie apple pie all right Mock draft three. <laughs> Peach cobbler. <laughs> hey, a little cobbler's that? Eh? A couple cobs. How you doing? Two Trey cobs. Um, we can't how really how many, how judge many? this yet, right? Like, I was gonna go back and forth and go back who had the best draft, but it's kind of it's all it's too much to do in five minutes. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and and yeah. Uh, how many more mock drafts do you think we got coming up? I think we should probably do another two. I would say there's going to be at least two. I think there's one more, and then one more might be not the listener league, but our friends' vampire league. Yeah, yeah. and then and then we'll have a listener league draft. So yeah. so it'll be like a mock draft, but it's an actual draft for us. Okay. So probably in two weeks we'll we'll do one more at least. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, we'll sign off, and then we get a couple more mock drafts coming up. Top shelf fantasy. Stay fluid.